0: Listeners, I am Anusha Bharadwaj and with me is Suman Frady. We are the hosts for Women Talk, Voices of Our Time. This is a global podcast where women come together in a non-judgmental and safe space to share their untold stories related to sexual and reproductive health. Women Talk will weave these story threads into a tapestry of sisterhood and solidarity. Suman, I can't believe that after a sh- just a short few months
1: of meeting one another, we're about to roll out this show together. Hello listeners and hello Anusha. Yes, it's been quite a whirlwind, but also that perfect storm. It's not something I saw myself getting involved in in this season, especially with a toddler running around, a hot lockdown homeschooling and a new business on the go. But I have to say, as we have been working on this, I've been learning to use new tools, for the new skills that this will certainly require. And I'm actually quite excited and nervous all at the same time to see how this baby will grow. I'm really looking forward to see how this grows, woman, Because for me, this is a natural extension of my
0: work. Uh, I lead an organization called Voice for Girls, uh, which works with adolescents. And we believe that when a girl finds her voice, her world begins to change. So what we do is essentially create safe spaces for adolescents in the community where they understand the changing bodies and provide them with skills to negotiate the social and cultural expectations that arise out of this change. So in a sense, we are having the first conversations of bodies and shattering the shame and stigma that the world is going to surround the girl with. So this space is really important for us to create early on. Uh, so it encourages girls and women to share more and not be closed about their experiences about their body. So in a way, what we are doing at Women Talk, for me, Sumon, is what I do with Voice for Girls in an offline, in-person setting in rural and tribal communities in India. So uh, this conference that brought us together was the genesis of Women Talk as a global platform to
1: create this space. I think at this point, Anusha, it's important to share with our listeners that there is a collective of women who are involved in building this podcast. We all came around uh, a birthing conference, which we were invited to by Dr. Avita from the Fernandes Hospital in Hyderabad. And and we'll be hearing a bit more about her work later on in the programme. And uh, she called us together to speak about our birthing experiences. And from that, we were all deeply moved to create more spaces for women to share their untold stories. So now, let's listen to the voices of the Women Talk team who you will be hearing from over the coming months. Hello,
2: my name is Indy. I'm the director of midwifery at Fernandes Hospital. I'm so excited about women's experiences during childbirth and labour. I'll be hosting the Birth Stories podcast for Women Talk. Hello, my name is Suchitra Shenoy. I'm a writer and investor women listening, talking and discussing issues. It brings so much support, solace, laughter and inspiration. That's what we hope to do in this podcast. Hi, my name is Asha Kilaru and I'm a public health professional active in different spaces and issues. I'm also the co-founder of the Bangla Birth Network supporting evidence-based respectful care since 2007. Women's Talk is an open space to share, connect Find comfort and inspiration. It's a space to realize we create community when we accept each other's experiences and share the light and the dark and all the grey in between. Hello, everyone. I'm Lata Balasundaram and I work at Fernandez Foundation, helping women as a lead physiotherapist, childbirth educator, lactation counselor, and a pelvic floor specialist. I once heard this quote when women come together with a collective intention, magic happens. And this podcast, Women's Talk, hopes to create that very same virtual space that allows women to talk, listen and discuss and create magic.
1: Hi,
0: I'm Pooja Shanoy, a Lama certified childbirth educator and an obstetrician turned birth doula working at Fernandez Hospital. Each one of us needs a non-judgmental space where we can talk, share and inspire each other to live an empowered life. Join us on this series of podcasts for women, by women and about women and let's have our
1: voices heard.
0: Sumun, isn't that the beauty of this sisterhood? There were so many similarities in our stories and yet so much we learned from each other at that conference. And I hope that through Women Talk we will be able to continue and create this space online. So what is really Women Talk, right? So Women Talk will be online twice a month. One set of podcast episodes will be about encouraging women's voices around their sexual and reproductive health experiences. These episodes will bring in stories that need to be highlighted and even revisited so that women everywhere can reflect, wipe away stigmas, and even the shame that some of our experiences can bring with them. It will help women to know that we are in it together. There will also be dedicated episodes on birth stories presented by our host Indy Cor. Sumon, you had a chat with Indy. So can you share with us what we can expect from the birth story
1: episodes? Yes, uh, Indy is passionate about women's experience during childbirth and labour. And birth stories are full of joy, anxiety. And during these episodes, we will be listening to women speak about their birthing stories. Uh, the partners who have been there, as well as what it's like for the healthcare professionals on the other side. Here is a little teaser of what you can expect in the episodes to come. After the
0: uh, pregnancy, I had suicidal tendencies uh, and um, stopped talking to people around me. But it was only lately, after a year, I did realise that I was going through a postpartum depression. Uh, My breastfeeding experience was uh, quite wonderful, uh, but it is uh, really hard and a lot of pressure on the uh, mother. My breastfeeding journey was filled with anxieties. I was uh, very unprepared for my first pregnancy.
1: And one of the ways in which we want to be able to bring this across is through presenting multiple perspectives of that story have different voices speak to the issues and the situation so that we get to hear the other side. Definitely, Suman, I think that
0: really is what excites me about Women Talk. Uh, And I quote here Chimamanda Ariche, who's a famous Nigerian writer. I remember listening to her TED talk, which was uh, the dangers of a single story. And then Aditya actually asserts that media literature that's available to most of us often only tell one story. And what happens because of this is we make generalizations and assumptions about groups of people. So I'm glad that in Women Talk, we'll be able to shatter that, you know, and be able to
1: unpack views with our guests and look at different sides of the same story or experience. Absolutely. I think the connection through stories is so powerful. You and I have found out so much about one another in such a short space of, of time, you know, through our stories and of course WhatsApp voice notes. I mean, this idea of connecting women through their stories and experiences is so valuable. And it's exactly what Dr. Vita did with all of us.
0: Yeah, Dr. Evita is a very special lady personally, but her story is so very inspiring, Suman. And I'm very glad that in our inaugural episode, we're going to hear from her. And here in this episode, she's going to share how she journeyed from being an obstetrician who was clinically on top of her field to how she learned to give space for women who were birthing and put them in the center of their birthing story. So let's listen to what she has to share hi everybody we have with us an amazing lady dr evita fernandez who's going to uh, inaugurate this podcast with us but more than anything she's going to share her words of wisdom and her experiences and her stories worth listening
2: hi dr evita welcome on the podcast hi anisha thank you for having me on this podcast and for your kind words you uh said a
0: vision and you said, and you threw these words into the universe that, you know, women's voices should be heard. And I think that's the birth story of the Women's Talk podcast. So uh, it's an honor to uh, be and share the space with you, Dr. Evita. But tell me, when was that time when you said women's voices are important and women need to talk? What What happened that brought you to that point?
2: My journey uh, into midwifery. Thank you for that question because you know you you really put me in a spot, and I think it's it's good to also share that. I started the midwifery journey because women uh, were being referred to the hospital, and some of them were very young uh, with multi-organ failure, and some of them died, and we couldn't do anything. And that's how my journey with midwifery began. To cut a long story short. While I read more and more on midwifery and got into training, I realized that midwifery care was woman-centered. Obstetric care is woman-centered, but a whole different approach. And the more I read, I realized that we as obstetricians don't actually listen to women. We take a good clinical history, a good medical history, but what is the woman really trying to tell us? What is it that she wants? Now I'm focusing on pregnancy, labor and birth and and the time after she births a baby. You know, we are so clinical in our approach. There's so much more to just giving birth to a baby. There's so much more that a woman expects and we need to rejoice with her. And that is something that we, in our clinical journey, have lost. And I felt, no, women need to be heard. Women need to talk. Women need to share their stories so that we obstetricians can listen. And I would do anything in my power to to make that happen. But was it a difficult transition
0: from being a fantastic clinician to uh, being a person who puts the woman in in the center of her birthing story?
2: Um, It wasn't so difficult, Anusha, because long before I entered the midwifery world, at least for a good 12 to 15 years, my attitude to pregnancy, labor, and birth had changed. And I would tell women, you know, you must... Enjoy your journey. Be physically fit. And some of the women I was privileged to walk with enjoyed swimming. So I said, "Go and swim. That's one of the best exercises during your pregnancy." And that's how I discovered you actually get maternity swimwear. So I got educated in the process. Um, you know, so just keep telling, particularly the first-time mothers. You know, treat this as a natural phase. It's not a disease. So my attitude to pregnancy had already kind of taken a whole different shape. I also remember as a clinician in the birthing room, there were times when I would watch a woman and then I would think, no, if I'm here, I'm going to interfere. I should just walk away and come back after an hour and then review her. Because these were just little things that I began to sort of understand that we need to be patient. We need to let women, you know, get on with their labor. And because of our own anxiety, which may be out of lack of experience, or, you know, you may have had one case that went wrong. And so you get that whole attitude of fear and you begin to intervene unnecessarily. So I had to kind of at discipline myself. So I realized that I was essentially. Um, you know, proactive in terms of trying to keep birth as natural as possible without realizing that this was the heart of midwifery. Okay, so the transition wasn't too difficult in one sense. It was just a kind of an awakening uh, that was something inside of me. And so I embraced it. I didn't have any difficulty embracing it.
0: Okay, so you were already clued into what women want, and it was a natural progression. Yes, but uh, but we are, especially in India, the culture around women and women's bodies. There's so much stigma around it, and there's just so much of taboo around it. How do you have women cope with it, especially while they're in in uh, you know um, you know expecting a child? How do we, how do you prepare women to cope with her body and make decisions for her body?
2: I think the first thing Anusha is to let that woman enter into a space, you know, wherever you're going to meet her, be it a a small outpatient cubicle or a large fancy looking space, but to develop that rapport with her, she needs to trust you. So you need to, I mean, even questions like, do you have any questions? Uh, What are your expectations on this journey? Mm -hmm. And this applies to the poorest of the poor, to the rich. Because Mm -hmm. I think it's so important that we ask a woman first, how do you feel about this? Do you have any fears? Do you have any questions? Uh, Is there somebody you want when you're in labor? I mean, just simple things like this that you develop that trust. And once you give her that space, then she begins to share. We've had um, uh, you know mothers who would sort of send me a text and say, uh, "I need to talk to you, but I can't do it with my companion who's there. So could you make sure that I get some time alone? So mm-hmm. people, you know there are so many ways of picking up cues. The important thing is to give that woman that space. And one of the challenges we have in India is women hardly come alone. They're always accompanied by somebody. Somebody, yeah. yeah. So so to tell that somebody, be it a spouse, mother, mother mother-in-law, would you mind stepping out of the room? We just need to be alone. I need to examine her. Some way to get that alone time with a woman is extremely important. Mm -hmm. That's a challenge in our culture.
0: That's really a challenge. That's true. And I think uh, we don't prepare women in our community, in our culture to to be alone, to be, uh, you know, we always believe that somebody has to be with her. So I think just training them to be on their own, like you said, is yeah. such an important journey
2: that the woman yes. has to undertake. Yes. And I think it's important that we do that because when you stop to think, if women are healthy, okay, let's go to the rural area where you have worked so much. Pregnancy is probably the first time she actually enters into the public health system. True. And yes. if we don't give her that space, uh, how is she going to go through that pregnancy? labor, birth. And yes. that's why I'm so committed to having midwives because that's where midwives come in, you know. They, they work with women, they prepare them, they listen to them, they become advocates for them, and just just bring all those midwives into any birth setting anywhere in the world. What are you doing? We're actually getting women to be themselves.
0: Getting women to talk, that's yeah. the central theme anyway of today. Yeah. Uh, having said that, Dr. Evita, uh, I remember you sharing the story about how, uh, you know, Elephants birth in in uh, in the wild, and how much we can learn from that, I would I would hope because this story this podcast is about stories and what can we learn from that story. So if you can
2: share that. Sure, one of my favorite pictures uh, is this picture of a, of a herd of female elephants forming a protective circle around their colleague or their female colleague who's birthing in that ring. And they fold that circle together till the little baby elephant finds its feet. Um, you know, and once the little one is stabilized and the mother's trunk is, you know, around the little one, then they descend. So I think that's wonderful. We are also mammals and we would want the same. And this is what. I find very difficult to understand. Why don't we give that same space, that dignity, that sacredness? Why don't we give it to every woman, no matter where she is in that world? In the world, you know, it doesn't have to be fancy, even curtains around her and quiet. I mean, we were trained to tell women to push, and then there are about five people in the room. Everybody's telling her to push. She doesn't know who to listen to. The way we were trained, uh, we didn't know anything better at the time. But reading more and more about midwifery, I realized you need very few people in the room, and you just need one voice that the woman can trust. And that has to be that competent professional. If it's a low-risk mother, it's a midwife. If it's collaborative care, the mother has complications. You may have an obstetrician who even in that time may actually take a backseat and allow the midwife to, to support the woman. But the important thing is to provide that environment where she can just be herself It doesn't matter whether she screams, whether she shouts, whether she wants to stand, eat, drink, but she's in that cocoon of love. And that is something we obstetricians need to understand
0: having just birthed the baby with uh, with a with a wonderful midwife i can say that really matters um mm. having having somebody you can trust and having somebody who's not judging you and knows that you're going to take time and it's it's a process that the mother just knows and and she we should trust her uh thank you for those words dr evita uh, you brought us very aus- auspiciously uh, you know a bunch of women to talk at a at a conference the Natural natural Labour birth birth conference recently and uh, what started as murmurs of we need more spaces uh, to have women talk about their experiences, birthing being one of those experiences is now uh, inaugurated into this podcast today. So in a way, you birthed this podcast baby uh, to life on 8th of March uh, being the Women's Day, being the International Women's Day. So my question to you is uh, what would you wish for us to break through with this podcast? And what are your blessings for us? And what are your hopes for this podcast?
2: Thank you, Anusha. Um, I would want this group, you know, this wonderful group of women. I'd like you to, I hope this will be a platform for women to share their stories. You know, joyous stories, sad stories. Whatever a woman wants to bring out and she needs to be heard, if this group can provide that space, I think you would have achieved a lot because there are so many stories that yet haven't been heard because majority of women don't know who to talk to. And a lot of them are not even aware that they have a right to speak and that they need to share this. Because uh, if I've had a traumatic birth and I hold it inside, I'm going to be a very unhappy woman for the rest of my life. So if we can encourage women to come together and talk about this so that we, the carers, also get sensitized and improve the way We walk with women through their journey, mother.
0: That's that's a a beautiful context to set for our podcast. And uh, we hope that we're able to create that space, especially because it's virtual. I think we will have a possibility of really bringing in women from across the world.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And um, uh, to end, Dr. Evita, I have this last question from you. Um, What do you think the world has not heard enough of in terms of women's voices? What do you think that the world needs to listen to more? Yeah. I, I
2: think I, I think what the world has not heard enough of is the deep impact a birthing experience has on the woman. And if the woman um, suffers a traumatic birth for various reasons, you know, it could be the abuse, the violence, the disrespect, she gives birth to a baby all right the whole experience has traumatized her. I think the world still has to discover the impact of such an experience. It affects her entire being, her relationship with her husband, the family. This spills over into the community and finally into society. So we who are involved, and I use the words of my dear friend, um, gosh I can't get her name right now but we who are involved in birthing the new humanity these are her words birthing the new humanity mm-hmm. need to understand this and any one of us you know, wherever we are playing a role in that whole labor and birth need to understand full implications and that is what the world needs to know wow thank you so
0: much thank you so much dr evita and uh, from you i heard the words uh, birth rights activist and i'm going to uh, be very happy to uh, you know share uh, that space with you because i think we really need uh you know a a non-judgmental safe platform for women to come together and birthing like i said being one of those many important things that women want to talk about but thank you for inaugurating this podcast thank you for visioning this with us and and bringing it to life it's it's been a pleasure uh, uh, to
2: champion this cause and i'm sure there are miles to go before we sleep Thank you. Thank you, Anulsha. You've been very kind with your words, but I feel it's been a great privilege and an honour to be able to meet you guys and bring all of you together. Thank you.
1: And Dr. Avita continues to impact her world with her everyday decision to put women and their voices first. which I think you will agree with me that stories like this make podcasts like this one, a joy to be a part of.
0: Totally Suman, I think the fact that we're launching on International Women's Day has already put a huge smile on my face. And I know my listeners can't see my smile, but it's here. And it's just come along on our timeline. And this year's theme is choose to challenge. And Suman and I have already challenged ourselves by launching this podcast amidst raising children, running our enterprise, homeschooling, and all the fun that life is for women. huh? but yes but thank you listeners for tuning in today and wish you all a very happy international women's day
1: yes a very happy international women's day to all you lovely ladies out there and we will be online later in the month with conversations that matter most to you bye